What's up, cinephiles and film cucks? And welcome back to the Why Are We Watching This podcast. This week, Zach's sexy twin boys, and Sean is a fawn with a horn between his legs because we're watching Sorceress. Been buried a thousand years, you know. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? Hey. I'm Sean. I'm Zach. And welcome back to the Why We're Watching This podcast. You know what I realized? Um, we watch... Okay, so by now, hopefully people have, like, really, like, heard the intro. I hope And so. notice that we say stuff about, like, seeing our boobies at a certain time in the movie or whatever. We watch a lot of movies with boobies. Yeah. In the... <laughs> Yeah. It's really funny. I I never thought like we would end up watching so many movies with so many titties in them. And this movie has is no exce- uh, no ps- uh, what's the word? I can't think of it. Exception. Yep. This movie is no exception. Cuz this week we're watching 1982 Sorceress. Yeah. <sighs> oh, yeah, we are. This movie is an action adventure action adventure fantasy movie. It's rated R. It has a runtime of an hour 23 minutes. It was directed by Jack Hill. But it doesn't say that on the movie. It says Brian Stewart. Jack Hill wanted his name removed from this movie. Um, He also uh, directed Spider Baby, which is like a pretty big cult movie. I haven't seen it, but I want to. Is it a prequel to Spider-Man? Maybe. Uh, I know Sid Haig is in it, and so that kind of drew my attention to it immediately. Oh, Sid Haig. R.I.P. We miss you. And uh, he also directed Foxy Brown. (laughs) So that kind of gave me a laugh. Um, this movie was written by Jim Wynorski, and at the end of the episode, I'm going to do a speed round where we're going to go through a list of Jim Wynorski's uh, movies that he's written, because I was going through some of these titles, and all I could do was laugh, because I hadn't realized the types of movies that he made. But Jim Wynorski also wrote and directed Chopping Mall. Yeah. See our episode on Chopping Mall. He made uh, a couple of movies that he made. <clears throat> I wrote these down for you, because I know these are movies you're going to want to see later. Uh, Piranaconda. Yep. And Cobra Gator. Cobra Gator. I love all the, like, hybrid animal movies that come out. There's so many. It's like Sci-Fi Channel can't get enough of it. (laughs) Well, I just wish they would, like, try to be kind of serious, but it's like, whatever. They're not gonna. I know. You know? Um, Sharktopus is terrible. Don't ever, don't ever see that. (laughs) It's really really bad. I... I saw, like, the original ad for it and, like, thought it was so funny because I was like, it's, like, the dopest concept for a monster, but there's no way they're going to make this good. I don't think it's a dope concept, but I was, like, interested. And I, I didn't even watch the whole movie, actually. I saw one scene, and that was enough for me to go, I'm not ever watching this movie. That... <laughs> Goddamn. Um, <clears throat> this movie has an IMDb rating of 4.3 out of 10, by the way. Um, and it had a, a budget of $500,000. Do you think Big this money. movie made money in the box office or not? Uh, it's really hard to say. Cause with the time period, I want to say, fuck yeah, it did. Well, you'd be fucking right. Because this movie made, uh, $4 million in the box office. <laughs> Holy $4 million. shit, dude. I don't and know. I've how. never even really like heard of this movie i actually did try to watch it before and it wasn't that like i got bored or anything i just kind of was well i guess i did get bored but it wasn't that i thought the movie was boring 
I just ended up not really wanting to watch that kind of movie. Right. I wanted something like maybe faster paced or whatever. Yeah, like Conan. This was very similar to Conan. Actually, I thought it was like, um, I I don't want to get into it too much, but I'll say I really felt like it was a mash between Conan Conan the Barbarian and Star Wars. Oh, sure. Like, I mean, I could sort of see that, I think. Yeah, and we'll kind of bounce into that throughout this whole this whole episode. So uh, this movie that we've sort of talked about, this movie really quick is about, uh, I mean, I, I don't know how well the synopsis is going to be for you, but I, I wrote... Did you write the one on Prime? Or? No, I didn't, which is probably better than the one that I have. I'm going to pull it up. <laughs> the cosmic struggle between white magic and black magic unfolds in an age of swords, sorcery, barbarians, and babes. <laughs> and that's what made me go, yep. We're watching this. God damn it. Um, so, I mean, we can kind of jump in here. Uh, before we start talking about uh, details of this movie, Roger Corman was uh, behind the production of this movie. Roger Corman, famous for making movies as cheap as fucking possible. Now, the title... Little penny pincher, huh? Oh, yeah. The title of this movie uh, was chosen by going to a high school with a list of titles... And asking the students of the list which ones they would go see in a theater. Just based on the movie title? It had nothing to do with the movie. It was uh, literally the movie title. That's sad. Which is why this movie's not about a sorceress at all. Right. It's about twin well, females. It's kind of about a sorcerer. Yeah. 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 It should could have just been called Sorcerer. Yeah. Uh, but it wasn't. And instead they got twin Playboy models to be the lead. <laughs> They were Playboy models. They were. <laughs> eh, I see why. Um, yeah, the Harris twins. Um, they also were... Uh, and twins! the <laughs> Quarterbacks eating dirt! Pom-poms and short skirts! Fans who won't quit! I don't think Felicity ever saw that ad. And so I like pulled up all those ads on YouTube, and we just ended up watching all of them, Like the dude. old uh, like Budweiser yeah. ones, like with the frogs? They are crazy. Yeah, Budweiser. Yeah. We watched all of them, dude, dude. I was dying. I, when I was a kid, that that uh, commercial was like on TV, and I would like say it all the time. My um, my parents had a poster in their bathroom of frogs that said butt wiper. <laughs> so there's that for you. Nice. I don't know why that just came to my mind, but there you go. Um, the Harris twins were also acquitted of tax evasion, so there's that about them. <laughs> they're they're pretty badass. Dude. They're Playboy models, movie stars, and tax evaders. Fucking badass criminals. Bitches. This um, movie also uh, there's clips of it in the 50 worst movies ever made, which is <laughs> was released in 2004. <laughs> nice. So. Uh, that'll give you guys a little bit of an idea of what we're getting into here. Um, I th- this movie has a very simple plot, like really, yeah. But it's so fucking confusing. Like so much of the movie, I'm like, wait, why is this happening? Uh, you know what's funny is I kind of like I kind of didn't care. I was just like there for the ride. Well, because there's uh, there's one scene specifically that I just remember being like. What? Excuse me. And, you know, uh, was when they're in the woods and they they have, like, the laughing gas. This is much later in the film. Yeah. I was kind of like, Why, what, what, what is happening right now? It kind of made sense. It did. But there was so much of this, like, they get caught and then they get away. And there then was they a, get caught I and feel then like, they get away. 
I feel like it was like uh, somebody was like, I want to make this badass like black magic movie about barbarians, sorcerers, and um, like weird creatures and stuff, and like space gods. Um, and there's this whole like ritual that's supposed to happen. And then someone else was like, yeah, but you need more, like, funny scenes. And they put in all these, like, really modern, like, kind of humor scenes I into it. I hate to tell you this, but because it was written by Jim Wynorski, I think it was more the other way around. Where he kind yeah. of was like, I have this movie. And Roger Corman was like, can you just put something interesting in yeah. here? Because like, uh, I won't really spoil what happens with this at the end. But um, they have, they're told early in the movie to say, uh, Vital. Yeah, Vital. It, when the, the, Vital is the word, you know, if you Which need help. means heart in, uh, or no, 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 maybe, uh, Vita means life in Latin. Right, well, so, it's, so it's, it ends up summoning something. We won't really get into what it is until later, but what it is that we see was included because of Roger Corman. And it was actually a hand puppet, which makes me laugh really hard because you can't really tell in the movie, but... Oh, no, you can't. But... It looked like a... I was, was like, funny. they made, like, a whole prop just for this scene. I was like, that's crazy. Yeah, but it was like this... Sure. Okay. <laughs> um, but we're going to get into that scene because I have some questions about some stuff that happens a little later in there. Yeah. Um, Now, basically, uh, the setup for the movie is... Which they call them both. They call them Trigon and Trigon in this. Yeah, I noticed that, and I thought maybe it was just I misheard it. Nope, and which there's no excuse because all of the dialogue is dubbed. Oh yeah, and a lot of it's like not even close to synced up correctly. No, <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, so I don't know how they missed that. But what happens is uh, Trigon or Tragon is this like evil sorcerer, yeah. and he uh, he tries to kill these twins. Who you find out much later. I mean, spoilers. Spoilers! Tell you oh, everything. oh, we haven't yet. Spoilers. Um, but we find out they're his daughters. Yeah. Well, I kind of um. Well, I kind of don't know if I believe that, but they don't really tell you otherwise. I I mean, I do believe it. You do? Yeah. I I don't know. It's weird. Like I want I want to for the sake of the story. Just considering that the the mothers had like a very similar robe to him. Okay. And. The f- fact that he needed to do this ritual, which obviously, like, required his firstborn child. Which, I love that, because uh, there's twins. And yeah. so that becomes, like, a part of the conflict. Yeah. Um, I kind of wish they'd maybe dwelled on that a little longer, because that scene is really fast. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I think that it could have maybe played into the story a little more. That's, I will, I mean, immediately I'll say, the concept of this is awesome, and I kind of want to see a remake where they take the story seriously. Dude, that's what I was thinking, honestly. Because it's a like, cool concept. I was like, man, you've got a lot of good stuff to play with here where you can make like a, a really good new modern version of this. Modern in the sense, like, make it good. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Current technology and, yeah, and good exa- acting. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, the acting is key. Yeah, in this movie, the acting is Which is not, really funny uh, because um, at first, I was like, the acting's fine, you know? I was like, this guy kind of reads his lines weird, but I think he's okay, uh, meaning Tragen. I don't think he's the worst part of this, but there's sometimes there's when I'm some like, this times, guy though, eating where, the scene. Yeah, and he like really wasn't playing it very well, and yeah. I was like, oh, okay, I changed my mind. <laughs> um, but, but actually, my favorite scene of him in the whole movie is when he's like doing the chant, when it just cuts to him doing the chant in front of the big like scarab statue. Yeah. And it, it 
the dialogue is totally off of what he's actually chanting. Yeah. But like, yeah. I was just like, this is so random, but I love <laughs> that this guy's just getting it. Like he was feeling it for the scene. Yeah. I, I felt the same way. I thought it was the, the, the whole dubbing. It really like kind of threw me off. Cause I was like, is it the dubbing or what? Or I couldn't really tell at first. And, uh, yeah, it just, it's bad. I mean, and the weird thing is, like, the movie's filmed pretty competently. It really is. A lot of the, like, special effects shots, I'm like... They weren't that bad. I can tell how they did it by seeing it, but I was like, they actually cut it so well and just, like, picked the best moment um, and put it together in the movie so good that, like... I'm actually really impressed by that for when this movie came out. Oh, me too. This because because it was yeah, and they do a lot of reverse shots, but they either speed up the film or like just edit it well and edit it so well into it that like it looks pretty fluid. Yeah, there's a uh, um... like the spear in the beginning when he catches it and then yep. throws it back. That's that's exactly what I, I was, was thinking like, of. Whoa! There's that, and then there's also um, a scene where one of the women. Is grabbing an she grabs an arrow out of the sky. Yeah, that's being shot at her, and then shoots it back. And yeah. I was like, "Well, that's fucking cool." Like, there's stuff like that in this that I was like, "That's pretty actually like, pretty dope." And it looked good. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was really like it was refreshing to see. I was like, "Man, like it's crazy that this, uh, when did this movie come out? 82? 82, Yeah. And I was like, "That's like stuff they do like or like." execute as well as they do now it, it made me feel like like this is kind of how movies go now sure um and they it you know it's been like kind of a build-up because a lot of 80, 80s movies aren't like that no i mean and you know we we do talk about like the movies in the 80s that were like uh you know crazier with the effects but those movies also more often than not had a budget yeah. Uh, or somebody who was pretty well known at the time for doing what they were doing on them. My immediate, res- uh, you know, go to is The Thing, 82. But this is a movie that specifically was made with, like, as little money as possible. And with that being said, like, it looks really good. It actually looked amazing. Yeah. Um, that was one of my biggest things. There were times where I thought the special effects, like, weren't that great. Um, but, like, even the masks on those, like, kind of ape creatures. Yeah, like they, weren't people, they yeah. weren't too bad, really. Like, I was like, I think it's detailed enough that, like, I love it. You know, it's so it's funny that you bring the ape uh, up because I was I had a comment about him later. The actor portraying the main one that we see throughout the film, uh, the yeah, main ape throughout okay. the film. Okay, he he studied apes at a conservatory for his role. Interesting. I'm he not really s- dove into that. I'm not saying that it did anything for him. No, but, it didn't. Uh, I thought that was like kind of a funny fact because I was like, oh yeah over yourself yeah he's like, like well you know to really break into the role you know i just went to the zoo and i watched the monkeys but they were really just kind of like picking their butts and so i didn't really learn anything so i just was like whatever you know i'll do what i'll do my thing and you know it's so <laughs> funny there's another actor that i really like that is it, a little bit eccentric like that in the way that he talks about things and and sometimes you could say he's maybe going a little overboard with it um, and it's, it's Robert England actually who played Freddy Krueger. Yeah. But, uh, you should listen to his interviews because it's really interesting the way that he perceives, um, getting into character and, in, in the way he uh, tries to 
get into character and, and create these characters for himself. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, and I like him a lot. I'm not, you know, I'm not disrespecting. Um, now in this, sorry, in this opening scene, there was a, a, two more things I wanted to address that are kind of important. Uh, we get Krona. The god of martial arts. Dude, he's dope. He's uh, super sick. And he's not in this movie enough. <laughs> no, I, for honestly. sure. Uh, well, kind of. I don't know. I feel like he fulfilled his role, but uh, yeah, I I, I, I wanted liked a little to see more, more of him. Yeah, or at least some more depth with his character too. Yeah, because we. I mean, we get enough to know the character, but I would have liked to still see a little more of like what he his influence, what his real role things. is. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the other thing was they attacked this woman with a talon. Um, the the mother, the twins' mom. In yeah. The beginning. They they tell. Tragen tells the guy to, to use the talon and it's this like three bladed talon weapon. But then when they're using it on her, they all of the frames are from her waist up and she's screaming. And I'm like, Oh my God, what are they doing to this yeah. woman, dude? Uh, and at that moment I was kind of like, this movie is going to hold like, no, it's going to pull no punches and it's going to just kind of go there. And it kind of does. And it does. Um, I can't decide with some of the scenes if like how they did it, was kind of like tasteful or not, or the fact that they did it was tasteful or not. I think I know what you're referring to. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little maybe towards the end half. No, it's actually. Uh, well, I honestly I don't remember. I feel like it's earlier in the movie though. Which scene are you referring to? There's a scene where this village is being raided. Oh, okay, so then... let's wait. I know what you're talking okay. about. We're getting there soon. Um, Right after this, Krona shows up, and, and we basically, we see the mother. He fights off Tragen and uh, banishes him, but he says he's going to come back when the moon is in the phase of the dragon, or the snake. No, Ooh, dragon. It's dragon. I didn't hear it. Um, I didn't hear that part for some reason. So that And that's why he comes back later in the movie. We keep seeing these images of um, this like relic with all these different creatures on it, and one of them is like a snake in, and one's a dragon, and all these things. Mm. Uh, and the moonlight is like always on something different. Oh, in that's it. right. Okay. So that's why but he says he'll the come thing back. Is, like, he says he says he'll come back, but like he's still throughout the movie. Well, because he comes back when they're adults. Because the oh, moon that's is right. Because they jump. Right. Oh, so okay. that's that's where I'm going. I so that's um, right. okay. My bad. The mother tells. I didn't pay attention I, once again. <laughs> <That's>, so, <laughs> dude, I, that is okay. Because this movie, there's a few times where I literally was like, oh yeah, I'm supposed to be watching this I, movie. Yeah, I think um, the second half kind of drew me in more. Oh, absolutely. When shit actually starts kind of happening, because <laughs> because after the first like the first ten minutes, it's kind of stale for about twenty minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Although, like, I still thought like it progressed pretty well, but it was it just felt like it kind of dragged on some of the good stuff. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, stuff's happening, and you're like, "Oh, wait, what? What? Because a, a lot happens in the last half of this movie." Yeah. Um. So yeah, immediately, Krona uh, is basically told to protect these girls, so he takes them to a small family uh, in a village and <coughs> and asks them to raise them as boys because <coughs> because Tragen's going to be looking for twins that are girls. <coughs> yeah, because she goes. They're girl children. Oh, God. The girl children. And then he goes, girl children? Yeah. And I was like, what, why? Has nobody here fucking heard of He's girls? Like, what the fuck? I'm like, you know that you're talking to a woman who was once a child. She was a, once a girl child. Yeah, dude. It's 2020, okay? Get with it. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's 1982. This isn't the 13th century, guy. Get out of here. They also keep referring to the two as one. 
Mm-hmm. They keep saying the two two that are one. Oh. Or two that are it is one. Yeah, they do. Which, yeah, now you probably know what I'm referring to and mm-hmm. the tastefulness stuff later in the film. Because uh, the whole idea is two is one is like a play on the words because they're twins, obviously. But they... And twins, I love parties that never end. I'm just going to cut that clip in every time you do it. Cats that love dogs. <laughs> and, and twins. Um... God damn it, dude. So we then cut to them as adults. Naked women. <laughs> yeah. In a stream. At, yeah. at full full twin nudes at eleven forty one. Eleven minutes forty one seconds. Eleven minutes forty seven seconds. We get to see their boobies. And I'm gonna tell you right now, I had to keep the controller on watching this movie to get these times. I didn't even get to turn it off. Yeah. Um this scene also brings up what immediately made me go, why? Yeah. Which is the fawn. Yeah. Well, no, uh, is he a fawn or is he a satyr? See, I don't know. I, I thought of the difference. Uh, I think he's supposed to be like a satyr. <laughs> let me refer to like my... Philatides? Let me refer to my Greek mythology book. <laughs> it's yeah. upstairs. I gotta go get it. No. Um, no. Um, I Honestly, I don't know. I... I know a fawn is also a half-man, half-goat creature. Right. I think it just kind of depends. It's more of a regional thing. Probably. Um, because there's a lot of, like, folklore mythology that so, do that. So we're both right. No, it's the Pennsylvania goat man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, oh, that's... Well, that explains his horrifying face. So. <laughs> oh, God. And his accent. No, I'm just... Uh, no, this... Uh, this this <laughs> fawn makes the same... He makes the same sound throughout the entire movie, which is, like, a goat sound. Oh, God. It drove it's me nuts. Awful. I wish he, like, just talked. I wish he would have died in the movie. I wish that would have been, like, the thing, like, oh, now we gotta go get him. Because then like, I'd have been like, cool, that guy's gone. And Kind of seemed they're like they are about to whoop his ass. Like, Well, right they do. They there. punch him in the head. But, okay, but before they punch him in the face. They talk about They're like, weapon. what is that weapon between his legs? It's a horn. I know. And I was like, why? Like, it's so obvious that men wrote this movie. At this like, point, it's like, see the title of our podcast. Yeah. That's how I felt. I was yeah, literally why like... Why, 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 um, <sighs> Yeah, that... I was like, man, this movie is really something driving that. And then later, I was like, oh, they were just talking about his pan flute. Because, like, it hangs down, like, to his crotch. Nah, but then I was weren't. like, oh, yeah, they did say horn. Yeah. Maybe it's a weapon. Mm-hmm. Well, how would he use it? No, this is a horny ass fawn thing. Because later on, he's hanging out with three other random women. Yeah, just hanging. Uh, I mean, I don't blame him though. He's no. watching like two naked chicks in the water, like, and he's just like like goat thing. So uh, now a little after this, because we kind of just get a little bit of like, oh, they're adults and they're they think they're men. Also, by the way, they think they're men. Um, we get the. Pillaging. Oh, I never like caught that. They don't know that they're women, which comes up. At one that, point. Oh, and so that's probably why. Like, that's really why they like just get nude whenever. Yeah, they don't know. They don't know the difference. Yeah, and so uh, I was like, why are they like so just? Because uh, they they're just super groovy, I guess. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they this we'll, we'll kind of jump into the pillaging scene because that's kind of the next like most important part of the movie, uh, where it's Tragen's like right hand man. Yeah. Um, ironically gets his right arm cut off. <laughs> as I think about it. Um, I forgot his name, but his <laughs> voice was awful. God, that guy, that guy was awful, but 
the the helmet was really sick though. His yes, outfit was. Was, looked really good. I loved all the costumes. That's dude. This movie's like set pieces, and that's in my notes. The set pieces of this movie are sick. Yeah. Like, uh, and later there's dude. Even their spe- they're like their CGI. It wasn't that bad. It was actually really good. Yeah. Uh, the placement and everything. Like I couldn't believe. Like it didn't. Like it made sense. I was like, yeah. Yeah. There, and there I was, was like, this looks great for 82. There was a, a a scene in this movie, to kind of jump ahead for a second, um, where uh, Baldar, is that his name? Baldar. Or Baldar. Which and, I think uh, comes from Baldur of Norse mythology, Thor's brother. And he kind of looks uh, he kind of looks like the most like traditional... Uh, like uh, Viking barbarian. Viking barbarian, exactly. Mm-hmm. He's the red hair and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but he looks badass, and I love him in this. He's pretty dope. He was like a much cooler Gimli from Lord of the Rings, just uh, to give you perspective. Uh, you, This is more for our listeners, yeah, not for you. Listeners not you. Um, and if you haven't seen those movies, uh, hashtag... Sean will send you a gold star. Yeah, I'll send you a sticker. <laughs> Hit me up. Uh... But no, um, later on, there's a scene where he and, uh, I, I don't really know which twin is which in this movie, to be honest with you. I mean, then their names are Mira and Mara, so, you know, take that for that, what it is. Yeah, who cares? Um, but he's with one of them and they sink into sand. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the scene kind of just plays out. It continues to kind of play out after that. And I was like, well, that's kind of a cool, like set. Cause it feels super real. Yeah. They don't just cut away and show where they went until later. But they do flip flop back and forth between um, that scene and and like what's going on with um, the other twin. No, sure, but it, I just loved like how real it felt for them to just disappear in the scene and nobody like you don't see the seams on it really. Right. I mean, it's the next focus point. Like, yeah. Like they didn't want to. I mean, like it. Do, it's not like a seamless cut though, where you see them drop in and then like all of a sudden we're watching them in the cavern. Right. Because the they have to do the whole, like, oh, this creature's upset because you promised him the other twin. And, and like, to me, that scene felt, like, kind of more brutal that way. Because it does, it kind of just feels like they died. Like, they just got sucked into the ground. I know, you know they don't, because that's the movie, that's not how the movies work. But, right. but it, like, for that scene, it was just kind of like, oh, shit. They're yeah. just gone now. Like, whoa. What's gonna happen? How are they gonna get out? You know, yeah. or whatever. And then we obviously see where that goes. But... That effect and the way it was shot and cut was, like, so cool to me because it was so practical. And it was practical in a sense that, like, in the scene it felt natural. So, right. Um, anyways, that's jumping way ahead. We have this uh, pillaging scene that you were referring to now. Yes. You're referring to a rape that happens in this scene. Right, which I realize now tasteful was not the word I meant. No. Uh, what I mean, though, is, like... Whether or not it's gratuitous. And I'm going to say that it's gratuitous. Now that's that was my initial thought as well. It's like why did they have to have this? And I'm not defending it in any way whatsoever because that's I still believe like it was kind of fucked up to put that in the movie. However, to be as authentic to the kind of story they are portraying, I understand. And yeah. what I can appreciate that although they did it in the first place was that at least you don't really see anything gruesome out of it. No, you see but they the lead up lot. to it. They do. They, they show a lot. Like they and they didn't have to do that. Here's what's weird about it, though. Like, um, have you seen The Last House on the Left? No. Specifically, the remake. Um, no. I mean, the old movies like still got it, but 
the remake's just made in a way that it's kind of more effective, in my opinion. Well, yeah, it's it's more modern-based, too. Yeah. Uh, but no, I haven't seen it. There's a rape scene in it that's pretty, it's pretty rough, and it's, like, kind of hard to watch, and uh, I like that movie a lot, but I actually usually just skip that scene, because yeah. it's just hard to watch, and... I still think that the rape scene in this movie was more gratuitous than that. Because oh, really? I still because the rape in that movie is like such a pinnacle point in the movie. Yeah. It's what sets everything off. And the first time you watch it, it's really important. But I think once you've seen it, it's like, all right, I get it. I let's see where let's see like the badass shit happen now because the, I know the bad shit. You know? Yeah. But in this movie, it was like you're focusing on this character who's not even like a key character, and she fucking dies right. They kill her right after. Well, you don't really... Uh... He stabs her with a sword. The, there's three guys in the room that come in together, that pull her in. Two pull out, and as she's going to get up, one dude stabs her with the back with the sword, and then it cuts to another... It cuts out of it. Huh. I don't remember it happening like that. All I remember was they, like, make her fall on her knees, essentially, and then they're kind of, like, like putting her dress up, and then... Yeah, there's a lot of... And then they cut away there. from it at right at that point. And that's where I was saying, like... Like, like I said, not defending it, but at least that's where they ended that. I don't, re- I thought, I guess maybe what you're describing, I probably thought it was a, the, just another scene within that same moment. Gotcha. See, that's what I mean. I is, wasn't thinking it was the same person. I actually agree with you in the sense that, like, it could be used f- as a way of being authentic to, but also show you, like. I these, mean, that's shit that happened. But also, these dudes are evil. Like, that's what they're trying to show right. you. Right. And, and like I said, by no means am I. I feel like I just have to, like, make this clear. Like, I'm no, not look, defending that. I will say, Zach and Sean and the podcast uh, represent the opinion that rape's bad. Yes, absolutely. 1, never is it okay. No. It's never okay. Absolutely not. With that being said, for the sake of art and for the sake of provoking emotion. Which is, I think, what you're actually getting at here. Um, right. Yeah, I think that it it makes sense. I just think they maybe put a little it too was, much. Uh, for, like, too for the kind of movie it was. Yeah, absolutely. It was like, it, this isn't the vibe. I mean, when you have, and in, in the description, they use the word babes. It's like, yeah, let's not, let's maybe not have a rape scene in this movie. Well, especially because they already pretty much have, like, a sex scene, essentially. And, which... Uh, <laughs> that was unnecessary too. This movie's kind of complicated in 2020. Now that I'm thinking about some stuff that happens in it, because like we reference the two as one thing, but we find out later like they can actually experience each other's like senses. Yeah, which is which is cool at first Super because cool she's concept. like, I see what she sees, she sees what I see, but I also feel what she feels. Now, a, a part of that I actually love, and because we get to see the villain use that to their advantage when they're like, oh, what do you see? Oh, they're coming. Yeah. And I loved that. I was like, that's fucking and cool. And he had, like, brainwashed her at this point, essentially. He's like, right. He's like, I am your father. They're bewitched. Yeah. Yeah, that's how they describe it uh, when they meet up again. But, um, which I liked that. I There's a sex scene. Now, the thing is, we don't watch people have sex. We watch the twin sister, who's not actually having sex, reacting to it. Because, because she, she feels, feels it. She feels it. That... To me, was like, okay. Which, by the way, is a setup for a fucking punchline at the end of the movie. Oh, yeah. Which was garbage. And then also, Baldar's like, oh, it, which I could not catch this guy's name. But he's like, oh, it, it's, oh, it's, it's which we haven't, we, L, we haven't uh, introduced him Ehrlich. yet. Ehrlich. Right. E-R-L-I-C-H. Terrible name. Um, we haven't introduced him into the movie just yet with our story. But that's the whole thing is he ends up going to the sorcerer as well. 
um, they're like having sex, and so then she's, uh, but we don't see that. We see the sister reacting. He's like, oh, it must be Ehrlich or something. He's like, he's like, oh, yep, that's Ehrlich. And then yeah. like, and then she's, it's like over, and then she starts like like moaning again and he's like oh yeah it's definitely early i was like this dude just like knows how his buddy fucks like dude, really I, well in my opinion i'm like this guy's got a sexual history with elric er, that's Ehrlich. what i was thinking too honestly i was like this dude's been with this guy he knows his moves or he just like watches from the door <laughs> like all the time he's like y'all fucking he's he's <laughs> like he's into the cuck fantasy yeah you know, he's so, a cuck of other people. He's like, I'm not actually a cuck because nobody will date me. So I just come stand in the room, pretend we're in a relationship. Uh, he's just a voyeur. You belittle me while you have sex with my my friend here. And I'm just going to jerk it. Even uh, better, it's strangers. And he's like, oh, I'm a cuck. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, get out of our house. Um, <laughs> no, just let me watch. I'm a cuck. Um, God, this is terrible. This, oh God. Uh, anyways. Um, and it's funny because you asked me about, or you brought that up earlier. I knew exactly what we were talking about the, the rape scene and the pillaging. Um, and my note there is literally just yikes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. My first reaction to it, I was just like, man, um, I can't believe they went there. Which the girls show up to the pillaging and turn blue for a second. (laughs) <laughs> which they... Okay, which was pretty dope if it lasted maybe three seconds instead of like nine. Nine, yeah. yeah. And then not really meaning anything to the nope. story. Yeah, that, and that's what I mean. They should have done that and then, like, sped it up so it looked like they're running super fast. Totally, or have them, like, do some, like, since it's called Sorceress, maybe, like, some magic. I don't know, yeah. Maybe you know? <laughs> throw a spell or two. I don't know. Have a magic sword cast a beam of ice. I don't know. Um, I'm spitballing here. They bring up Ragnarok in this because this movie is just making all of its references. It's to mythology. it's really just pulling from like all the mythologies, and yes, it's hitting it Norse and Greek really hard. I loved that they say he says thank Woden for it. I thought yeah. that was fucking cool because Woden is a, a proper name for Odin historically. Right. Well, it is, but it's more of like a regional thing. Right. And it's actually later. Which, Odin is the. Like OG, sure. Because it, isn't it like an Icelandic Icelandic word? Right, but Woden comes from more. Well, it's Germanic, but okay. Woden was actually used more in like Germany and interesting. Uh, uh, I don't know Germany. See, and I I think I just learned I think this that's stuff. Cool. Me kind of too, and I I don't know where, I, but I heard somebody say that, and I was like, well, that's interesting. Oh, then, I just I just got through God of War, the new the oh. newest one, and it's all Norse mythology, and I gotcha. it made me realize like I was like, oh, I don't know shit about Norse mythology other than there's Odin and Thor and oh, Loki, yeah, yeah, um, and not just because of the Marvel movies. Like I knew about it way before I knew they were Marvel characters, but um, I never dove into it that much. I guess I guess I never really thought Norse mythology was that cool. I always liked Greek mythology. Me too. Until I played this game, and I was like, Norse mythology is like. The coolest fucking shit. So. I'll have to like kind of get into. It. I mean, I have my Greek mythology book. I need to get a Norse mythology book now. I, I know Greek mythology pretty well. Me so. too. And I'm like, why didn't I get this book? I already know most of this. It's shit. so cool to have. Yeah, and it looks it's for the kids. It's a nice looking book. Um, we get to see a dude get his hands cut off for stealing. I thought that scene was actually kind of sick the way it was done, and like the effects were crazy for yeah. it. Um, we get boobers at 24 <laughs> minutes 22 seconds, uh, and. Uh, Ehrlich bites a woman's ass, which is pretty dope. <laughs> so, <laughs> if you're watching a softcore porno, it's pretty dope. 
which this is. So that scene, <laughs> as it's like unfolding, or as it starts, and it's like it's making its like slow little like bouncy rounds through the area, the environment. And I'm like, man, I'm digging this scene. It feels so like cool, you know, like. There's all these like lady dancers, um, and then like there's these dudes like playing dice, yeah, yeah. Um, and they're all like warriors and barbarians and shit. And that remind you of um, the the cantina in Star Wars. Oh, sort of a little bit. That's sure. kind of how I felt. Um, I didn't, but it's funny that you say that because I'm the one that was like, oh, it's kind of like Star Wars. Just to me, it did because there was all these different characters, and sure. like it kind of actually submerged you into it enough to be like, oh shit, what's happening here? Sure. Um, but no, I was just like, oh, this is pretty cool. And then like the women are kind of like falling all over to the men and then i was like okay yeah that was a little much but um at at the same time i'm like it's probably authentic like there, really <laughs> there is a part of that like scene that i thought was kind of absurd i mean basically the ass biting to me was kind of like really that was pretty absurd. i was like wow uh i mean the whole core of this scene is we're being introduced to Ehrlich and uh baldar which I didn't realize they were really a pair until, like, much later in the movie. Same. And I'm like, how the fuck do these guys know each other? They seemed like they didn't really know each other. Right. Uh, like, because when he's talking about the sword, and he's like, this is the next new thing. And he's like, yeah, until everybody else has it. Right. <laughs> he also tries the... Uh, I don't know. It, it, we'll kind of get there. But, I thought um, that was cool that he was like, no, I like my sword. And it's like, well, yeah, that's the sword you've been using. This sword's way different. You probably no matter how like tough and strong you are, you're probably not going to be that great with it right away. Right, and you already know what you can do with your other sword because your sword is an extension of you. So, I actually really trying to change that. the swords is like it's it makes fighting harder and different. And um, it, it seems like he kind of thought that through. Now this whole core scene though uh, at this like strip club. It, what is it? It's like a, a fucking bathhouse. I mean, I don't know what yeah, it is, but uh, it's like a whorehouse kind of. Yeah. So. Sorry, that's a brothel. Yeah, there you go. <coughs> so, <coughs> they're at this, like, brothel and uh, gambling, and we kind of see that Ehrlich's, you know, maybe not... He's a cheat. He's not exactly a, the most honest yeah, person. Yeah, which kind of pissed me off, but I, I like, kind of liked his character, honestly. I kind of don't. Really? Because he's kind of sleazy. Like, he's just kind of a sleazebag. Oh, well, bag. like, the end ruined it for me, for sure. That's definitely where my, like, but judgment like, came in. To me, he was very Han Solo. You know? He was just like, what? I'm not doing anything. Like, you know, I, I'm just a guy. I, I'm like you. I'm just a guy. I can see what where you're coming from with that, but, like, but Han's, like, so good. Well, it's a different movie, but... But you're right. He's, yeah, like, yeah. Han is also still a criminal, technically. Like... <laughs> He's still not a, like a good guy. Technically, he he's is in the he's grand a, scheme uh, of things, but yeah, he's a uh, um, a smuggler. Yeah, so I mean, you're you're not wrong um, in your comparison. Uh, fucking drug smuggler is what he was. He's a so, fucking pack mule. So the whole scene's basically just them showing you that he's a. Uh, He's this like degenerate warrior, and or I, I wouldn't really want to. I wouldn't call say him a degenerate, warrior, but. Oh, call him warrior, but uh, well, no, he wasn't a warrior. He was a barbarian. Yeah, he's a barbarian, right? <laughs> and um, anyways, yeah, I mean that's what the whole scene is. But there's there's this uh, part of it where they're like running through these people, like doing it, and I was like, oh my god, like why? There's a lot why? of sex in this movie. And so much. It was yeah, it was like okay, guys, really like, you know, all the dudes like in the middle of making this movie were probably like rock hard in their pants. <laughs> 
Like, I, I, we're, we're making hot shit here, guys. You know what I hate is I conceptually like this movie better than Chopping Mall, but I still think I'd rather watch Chopping Mall than watch this oh. again. Oh. No, I'd rather watch this again. Really? Yeah. Chopping Mall made me laugh. Like, a lot. Sure. So, I don't know. It's hard. Yeah. Like, the opening of the Chopping Mall made me laugh a lot, where they're, like, talking about the robots, and the guy's like, that one looks a little too Hispanic. And it's like, <laughs> what the fuck? It's a robot, Bro. dude. Although, like, more than ever... Did I feel that because it seems like that's how people are today? Honestly, you're not. Yeah. That robot looks fucking Mexican, okay? But it was so fucking like, funny. Dude, it's a robot. And like, uh, you smell like pepperoni. I like pepperoni. I ate a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought you were really saying that to me. I was like, no. well, I had a lot of pepperoni oh, yeah. today. <laughs> they don't know that. You're breaking the fourth wall. No. I thought you were just <laughs> saying that. I didn't even no. know. I wasn't on it. Sorry. Um, yeah, God, fuck the fuck. fuchsia. It's Friday. Yeah, exactly. Um,. You get it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. yeah. And she only smokes Virginias. So. Yeah, listen to our episode look, on I mean, shopping look at this. Mall. We can quote <laughs> this whole fucking movie, but we don't like it. <laughs> we only watched it once. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. God, I guess back to this movie. Um, <laughs> the girls are... We find out that the girls don't know that they're girls. They think they're men because they've been raised to believe they're men because everybody had to believe they were men. <laughs> And um, so everyone's like, "Dang, you guys have like the smallest dicks and and the biggest pecs uh, <laughs> and hearts." But they, my problem with all of that is like, okay, sure, I get the idea of that, but like, let's talk about sexual development yeah. and like maturation. You're, they would know. They'd be like, "Hey, Dad, I'm bleeding down here. Why is this happening?" And he'd be he'd be like, "I don't know." Yeah, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> Uh, but you're not a witch, so that's good. That's a new site. No. Uh, no um. A witch! Uh, just to kind of run through it real quick, uh, Ehrlich and Baldar meet up with the twins, and then there's... Uh, oh, because they all get captured. They right. do? Yeah, right. Okay, they get captured. And then they have to figure out... Because uh, they're always like, find the two are, that are one, meaning the twins, and they're like, we got to find out which one... Which is... Well, I mean, I guess with twins, you still have a firstborn. But they're like... Uh, we got to see who the firstborn is. And so they... That scene's fucking cool. It, it was really cool. They take her and they, like, shove her face in these coals and her face is fine. They, like, wipe it off. But, dude, I was like, what if it was the wrong one? I mean, I guess he doesn't care because he only this needs is, the one. This is the thing. The two are one. Why would... Why would... uh Why wouldn't neither of them be affected? That's what I thought. Yeah, that's true. I thought it didn't matter which one he grabbed. Well, because it has to... Because once he had the one, he's like, oh, I'm not going to test the other one. This was the one. Well, that's like but not the knowing. complicated part because... <laughs> that's the thing is they grabbed the Jim, first one. You didn't, you didn't put enough thought in here. No. Uh, I don't know. It's complicated because, like, he does say he needs the firstborn. So, like, technically I could see where you could go with that. But they've been saying the two are one the whole time. Yeah. And if they experience everything together, then you're right. So it's like, well, what the fuck? Which way do we go? Well, uh, so that's why... I, so I was okay with it because I interpreted it that way. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Because now he's like, oh, I've got the firstborn. I was like, it doesn't matter, man. You need both of them no matter what. Right. Which they don't really answer that question. No, they don't. But I kind of think that that would be the truth for this, like, canon of this world. Yeah. 
Um, and that's what I assumed, and I so I thought that was fine, honestly. Yeah. I didn't well, question it. With that, I, I would say that works, but I was immediately just like, what if you had the wrong one? You just burn her fucking face <laughs> off? <laughs> well, it's not this one. <laughs> you know? It's like, all right, next one. That was Well, that's the thing. That Probably. was the idea, and they didn't care. He's like, I don't need the second one. I just need this one. And, the, I mean, that I guess that is the reality, is he doesn't care to, like, keep them alive, because he is ultimately going to sacrifice the firstborn in a ritual. Yeah. Um, and I think, uh, let's see, is it after this part where that's, that's where we discovered the men thing, right? Because they get undressed or whatever. Okay. And then, and then you get like, Ehrlich like is not taking his eyes off those titties. No, dude. He's, he's like soaking in all of that. Um, and then I think Krona shows up again. Because that's when they say it's the god of martial arts. <laughs> and it looks like the um, the guy from year one that uh, was the father of Cain and Abel. Oh. It looked just like that guy, which was hilarious to me. I love year <laughs> one. Hilarious. That movie's so funny. That movie's so fucking funny. Um, I was looking up just gifs of that movie today, and I was, like, cracking up just reading the lines. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so, yeah, um... Krona, the god of martial arts, he, like, shows up and tells them about what had happened, I guess. What's going on? Uh, keep talking. Um, he, yeah, so he shows up and basically just, like, tells them, I promise to, um, protect you or something. I think, is this where, uh, oh, no, that's probably way earlier on when the house burns down and she's like, my father. Oh, that was, like, the pillaging. Oh, right. Okay, never mind yeah. then. Um. But yeah, I think Krona does show up one more time, and that's well, he does after the pillaging, because that's the where scene. they learn the vital thing. Okay, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They both get captured. Uh, the girl first. Yep. Um, that was interesting because uh, there was these fruits that when they threw on the ground, they like smoke up and they become like a laughing gas. That was what confused me when I was watching it. At first, I I'm not even joking right now. While watching it, I was like, "Am I asleep dreaming?" <laughs> I I'll admit like I didn't notice the transition of like I I only saw like the fruit was already on the ground like smoking up and then they're like oh what's the strange fruit or something like that and, and then they were like laughing like, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was like what is happening? so um that's when one of them gets uh, one of the twins gets uh, captured by the eight people um and then I think so Ehrlich goes looking after right. Mm-hmm. And then he gets captured, and it turns out he's also, like, some important piece because he's the son of the Ancient One or something like that. Let's talk about that, because when he gets captured, they immediately go to put him to death, and the way they're going to put him to death is they put him on this pole. They oh, my God. It, and there's this, like, uh, pointed really... spear yeah. in the ground, like a spike. It was like a bad joke stool. And he basically... <laughs> yeah, because he's basically put over it, and he's supposed to just slide down into his death where it, like, penetrates his ass up through his head. Kebabs yeah. him, if you will. Yeah, he's a kebab. Uh, but, yeah, they save him because he has royal blood. Right. Uh, which Trigan decides will be better for his ritual with the sacrifice of the girl. she needs to be bearing a child or something. Oh, I didn't catch that. I don't know if it, she needed to, but it seemed like that was ultimately what the ritual was. It seemed like he was always always looking for two, um, other than the fact the twins. Sure. Um just because of how he talks about um, how they talk about his origin, having the blood of the whatever. Right. 
So, um, so yeah, I thought he, that was always a requirement in the the like ritual they were doing. And then, uh, so a- after that has happened, that's when we sort of have the sex scene with the girls, where the where we see the twin yep. kind of have the whole experience, and then. Um, Baldar and the other twins show up and then we get their confrontation where they ultimately fall into the quicksand of the ground, which I brought up earlier. Yep. Um, now this fall into the ground is interesting because it puts them into this sort of like tomb, like this crypt type area. Oh yeah. Which is cool. It's a setup with all of these, uh, like mummy, mummified bodies. They're droggers. Right. And which so. Which is another North mytholo- uh, mythology. Which I love North, in this. North myth, mythology. I North mixed mythology. Them. North mythology. North mythology. I mixed them. That's crazy. Uh, I'm an idiot. And they end up in a battle, like, against these dead. These. Uh, yeah, the Draugrs. The Draugrs, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're like zombies of, like, warriors. Right, sure. And, uh, and the, the souls of unrest or something. One of uh, one part that made me laugh, and I'm sure made you laugh, is when they finally make their way out of the ground. Um, one of uh, the droggers start to sort of head toward a bunch of the maidens that are in the area, yeah. which brings us to your opening quote today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was, uh, yeah. I was like, <laughs> I, I actually had a pretty good laugh at that. I, I was like, that's silly. Is good enough? You yeah. know, it makes sense. Whatever. Blah blah. I was like, okay, that's our that's our quote. For now. This after this is where we start to see some like of the crazy some shit happen. Shit happen. Yeah, because yeah. we get um we they say Vital is the word. She's about to be sacrificed, and sure. she kind of uh uh what's the word here? Like um reactively said it. I think. Oh, uh, it's because the the other sister remembers and says oh, it, and, and she then they it. both say so it. So she yeah. so the other one's saying it, yeah. right? And then that's where we get this crazy, like, centaur space lion god with these crazy bat, bat wings. wings. Dude, I thought the design on this was pretty sick. Because um, he has, like, these man arms with, like, beefcake-ass arms with these leathery bat wings. But then it's, like, straight into the lion body. And I was like, that's Yeah, and it cool. still had, like, the four legs. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, it was it, this crazy... It would have been a great toy, honestly. Oh, yeah. Um, would have killed it. Um, but then... Um, Tragon does his ritual uh, by sacrificing, I guess, his, like, other daughter or yeah. a princess or something. They don't explain who it really is. Yeah, he's just like, then I'll sacrifice her and, like, shoves the knife in her stomach and throws her in the fire pit. Which is brutal. Which is pretty great. And you're like, oh, shit, what's about to happen? And then we get, like, this, Is this like, supposed to be her? No, because it has a name. Oh, it does. I didn't write it down. I, I should have. Either, cause I didn't know. But it has name. a name, um, and it's like this woman that looks like she's kind of like in her mid fifties. Um, well, like half of then, her face is like deformed <laughs> or burned or something. Yeah, but, it, and then it looks she's, like but they... she's just got this like woman in her mid fifties kind of haircut, and she's kind of it's uh, like almost you would almost call it emo now, but at the same time like. With it's the like, era, no, but it's a green screen granny video. You should go look those up. Uh, it's oh god, uh, um, no, but well, so it's weird because the way her makeup was done with the like the burner to form or whatever, it almost looks like they were like we're only shooting you profile from this side, so so it'll look cool for that. And then they just shot her straight on anyways, and she's saying well, her lines. kind of like. Wait, did she have lines? Or not saying her lines, making oh. her faces. Like. Yeah. Well, that was the thing is, like, she's kind of just bobbing her head around and kind of, like, but it seemed like she was kind of always, like, 
like something smelled bad is what she looked like. Something like that, yeah. And she's like spitting out this like green laser beam, which they straight up ripped the Star Wars lightsaber igniting sound for it. Yep. And I was like, okay, cool, good one, guys. <laughs> Um, and I thought that it was going to be more of a battle between these two space gods. And uh. I was like, whoa. Because when the lion thing showed up, I my mind was blown. Dude, I was like, <laughs> what is happening right now? I was like, this just got a thousand times more sick. And then that thing doesn't do shit. Well, I it think stands there. I think the, um, if I'm, if I'm not correct, I think that that is the only thing on the cover art from the movie that actually happens in the movie. Interesting. Um, but yeah, the the evil god thing or just whatever that gets summoned by Dragon is like spitting this green laser beam at everyone. Um, and then after a while, they kind of just like go away. Yeah. <laughs> they don't. Uh, That's what I mean. It's the lion thing didn't do shit. No. It showed up and stood there in the sky and was like, I. Yeah. It's like, why didn't it shoot laser beams? Why wasn't it shooting laser beams at the head thing? Like, it, why did, they could have done a whole thing well, with that. That would have been fine. They called them in. It's like when your manager's standing over you at work. Like, you work more efficiently because he's right there. Yeah. And they were like, well, fucking Vital's right there, bro. We better get to work. We better hey, get this shit done, dude. Sure, but why didn't Vital do anything? Because he's your dickhead boss. And he's <laughs> just like, well, get your job. Yeah, that's true. No. <laughs> uh, of course, they conquer Dragon because why wouldn't they? Yeah. He's the bad guy. Didn't we? <laughs> Hang on. I'm going to finish this and we'll talk about it later. Uh, we get the end of the movie. We get uh, Ehrlich coming out of um, the Which castle. I, I was which... really surprised that they actually landed on this for the ending. I was this, just is like... Like a, this is like a, we'll shoot the real ending and then we'll shoot this because it's hilarious and we'll throw it in as an all. Yeah, this is then... not an ending for a movie. No. <laughs> no. Because the girls come out walking on each side of uh, Ehrlich and which why uh, that was the thing i liked so much about them in the beginning was that um with the whole like them thinking they were men thing was that i liked how they weren't like uh they weren't damsels in distress yeah and they weren't like um uh sweating this guy that's right. an old term yeah, yeah. i'm bringing like, that, i'm gonna bring that back they didn't funny. they they didn't sweat him at first but then at the end all of a sudden they're all over him Dude, my sidekick called. It wants its term back. Nice. Um, <laughs> we're from the 90s. Yes. Look out. Um, um, yeah, it was just really <laughs> disappointing because I liked them as, like, strong, powerful women. And this being a movie in the 80s, I was like, dude, this movie is, like, kind of next level. It is until the end. Until the very until end. end. Yeah, they, they kind of... <sighs> that's the thing. They had such a good... Like, this would be a really good movie now... To do that, and like I'm even fine with the whole thing with um, her and Ehrlich having to like not having to, but end up getting drawn to each other and whatnot, because that could be part of the sorcery thing. Well, you're missing it though, Zach. That is what happens. But two or is one. No, no, no. stop. That's not what I mean. <clears throat> and that's what they say. That's what they say at the end. Okay, no, I know. That's the worst thing. Yeah, because they make some joke, and he's like, oh, well, oh, yeah, he says, isn't one enough? And he's like, well, you know what they say, two, two, are one, two is They're one. Two is one. Yeah. And then they're they all right. have their hearty laugh. Because you're absolutely right. He could have ended up with one of them. No, no, uh, uh, here's the thing. What I mean is, like, maybe just for the ceremony thing, because they're under a spell, right? Yeah. That was the whole thing. It was they, they got, they were bewitched. Mm-hmm. 
So that made sense. Maybe after that happens, that's it's not like that anymore. Once I, like they break that, um, I think I in the middle of that you. fight, that's how you turn that around in a modern way because you want to keep these women. That's the thing I I think is lacking in a lot of movies that are like. It seems like a lot of movies that are centered around um, women as, especially in like the superhero kind of realm of movies. Yeah, yeah. Is like they're trying to make all these great movies with women as like the lead superheroes and everything, and it's about that and and something most women like struggle with, or maybe something else that they kind of some other kind of message they want to throw in there. Um, but I feel like the women never seem strong enough to me. Or it's I agree like, with you kind of not or, in a physical OP. meant. No, I don't even mean in like a physical way or anything like that. I just mean like I don't feel like these characters like these characters don't make me uh like stoked for other women. You know what I mean? Sure. Um although I do think any of the Wonder Woman stuff, they did that pretty well. Yeah. Um I even though I didn't like Wonder that, Woman. But... So okay, but I also mean in Dawn of Justice. Oh no! And, I loved her um, in Dawn of Justice. Right, she was great in Dawn of Justice. Um, she was pretty great in Justice League, I would say. I agree. I she think didn't. She I think she didn't get enough screen time. Movie, yeah. I agree with you there. Um, and um, and although I didn't like Wonder Woman, I thought she was fine for most of it. I, I just didn't like the whole. I actually think, I think that she, Gal Gadot. Uh, was great in Wonder Woman, and I think the direction, like the way it was shot and everything from the movie was great. Yeah. I don't like that it became a love story, because it undermines That's... the character. Now, here's the thing. I've kind of come to ter- come to terms with, like, I can understand that. That was young Diana before she kind of knew the ways sure. of man. Um, but uh, because you start to see her kind of more hardened in the uh, stuff that took place in the current time. Current time, sure. So I was kind of like I was like fine with it, but I felt the same way when I saw it in theaters because I was like, what happened to like Wonder Woman not needing like being so independent and yeah. strong and powerful and like leading the charge with other women, and that's what I like seeing. Which that's funny because that's actually kind of my um, my problem with Wonder Woman in um, the Justice League comics. Yeah, is she's not really. I mean, you could argue that she's actually like the most powerful of them because technically she is she's like batman understands that she's the only one that he can't defeat and Uh like that's like a big thing but um she's always like in a relationship with someone and that's always more like the focus at least in the animated movies because i know that they usually make her in a relationship with clark and it's like that's so uncomfortable and i don't like that not really so like (laughs) we're so off topic now um i whatever we're gonna hold on well Let's just finish the episode. You and uh, I can have this conversation. Sorry, okay, I know, well, but we're an hour in, and I think people are like, we get it. Probably. Sorry. We, sorry. Um, I I will take blame for this. My bad. Um, I was trying to prove a whole point with, like, I like seeing the powerful women. Thank you. I don't think they do it enough, and, uh, and I don't think they... I don't know. I I would like to have the chance to portray that, but I would hate to be ridiculed for it because I'm a, you know, because I'm a man. Sure. Um, but like I I I am a huge supporter of like strong female characters and Absolutely. I mean strong women in general in in real life. Well, I mean so. I'm, and I'm I'm right there next to you and and someone's listening to this being like about both of us. But I mean probably. The reality is and I I know this to be the case for you as well. We both grew up around like very strong women. Yeah. And so 
you know, it's hard not f- for us to not want to see that because we've seen that our whole life. And it kind of feels undermined to go to a movie and see these women that aren't treated honestly. Yeah. And I mean, I do that. The last two things I've written um, are female centered and they're very much so like uh, they're stories about these women that are like very much so incomplete, but that they're still powerful enough to like to drive what I'm mm-hmm. doing with it. So I very much so want to see a woman portrayed honestly yeah. and given respect. I think that's what it is. There's not a, enough respect for the character yeah. in the portrayal. Or not in the portrayal, but in in the direction. Because I, I, Gal Gadot's not the problem with those movies. Yeah. At all. No, oh, she kills it as Wonder Woman every single time. Absolutely. So I like I enjoy watching her play that role no matter what, whether I really truly like the movie or not. I liked her the most in Donna Justice. I think... I think I'm going to like her a lot in Wonder Woman 82. I think so, too. The trailer blew me away. Honestly, I, I was like, yet, I can't fucking wait for this movie. Once I heard the title, I was like, I'm dumb, man. Sure. Um, but I and I even liked her in Justice League and uh, her own movie, Wonder Woman. Uh, but yeah, I, I didn't like those two movies that much. And but I liked Donna Justice. And I, I think I'm going to like 82. I hope so. I, it looks really good. The trailer. Perfect. I, I think that we're going to get something good out of it. Yep. Um, so that's my wrap on that. Th- and that is also the that on that. Oh, it movie. is the that on that. So should we get into ratings now? or Let's do our ratings and then I'll do a little flash round of this little uh, thing. I want to play oh, right, right, right. Um, you wanted to do the thing. The what thing. We, what are we rating this out of today? Boobies. <laughs> Dude, out there of, were so many boobies in out this. Out of five pairs of boobs. <laughs> no, I want five single tits, dude. No, if you do a half, it's a single tit. Okay, sure. <laughs> How many? This is an odd titty in there. <laughs> Out of five pairs of. Are we fucked of, up for go- boasting about how powerful women are and how much we no, love that, man. and then being like titties? Didn't we in a movie? Yeah, no, dude. Let listen your to, ladies listen to our Lord of Illusions episode where we talk about Scott Bakula's ass the whole time. Sure. Okay, and ladies, let your titties be powerful. Okay, that's Fuck what I'm yeah, gonna say. Man. Yeah, they are. They are powerful. Look at the influence you have on men with titties. them. More power to your There you go. I'm just saying. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> out of pairs of boobies, boobers, titties, what are we? What are we? What are you giving this movie? Uh, dude, I give this movie a pretty strong four. Wow. Yeah. Four boobs or four pairs? Well, four pairs. I'm not gonna. If I say four, <laughs> I'm not gonna say four single titties. That's two. Well, okay. <laughs> Fucking. Dumbass, you just set that up. You're like, well, okay, well, it's dingo titties I have. So, of course, I mean pairs if I'm gonna I'm say four. Sorry, I'm like, I'm surprised. I'm shocked that you're giving this movie such a high rating. I really enjoyed this movie for the most part. Sure. Um, I liked, I liked the story. I, I, for the most part, like the characters. Um, I'm saying for the most part, but. I like I had a really good time with this movie for the uh, for the most part. <laughs> I don't know. See, you didn't I, like this I, no, movie. No, I did though. Like I thought this movie was really cool, but I agree with you <laughs> that like a modern remake where they take out all that shitty cringy yep, stuff and make, make it, it really cool and serious and make it good, this movie would be fucking unstoppable. That's what I will say. That's my review. However, do you recommend this movie? No. <laughs> I don't recommend. Well, it depends. Some people, I I would probably make an exception, and be like, "Oh, dude, you should watch this." <laughs> but <laughs> Kevin, watch this. No, uh, <laughs> I think he would be too sensitive about it. I don't know. He'd probably get offended. <laughs> um, 
but like I would tell Ty- I would tell out. like I would tell Tyler to watch it. Oh, oh, sure. Yeah, he'd probably be like, "Why the fuck did I just watch this?" But or he like... might like it a lot and be like, "That movie is cool, man." Um, but uh, yeah, uh, I mean, as far yeah, so I give it a four because I actually really enjoyed it. Now I'm biased. I would probably give it a three. <laughs> That's not much of a change. Like honestly, <laughs> I thought it was solid enough. I thought it was solid enough to be a three. But I, You're I actually be so mad at like, me. No, I'm, I'm really not. I oh. kind of expected you to like give it a really terrible rating. I'm giving this movie one and a half pairs of boobers. Damn, so three dude. titties. Why one and a half? I think that's mean. With, with all the stuff you were saying throughout our conversation, I feel like that's <laughs> because like I, and I might have like had fun watching this, but like this movie undermines itself so much that it's like, come sure. on, guys, uh, like, sure. And I don't even mean, like, the obvious shit, like, the title not really having anything to do with it. Like, I can get past that pretty quick. Yeah. But, like, but the fact that this, like, we just got done talking about is, like, a female empowerment movie that by the end of the movie, like, is basically like, ha ha for yeah, thinking they shit that. On it. And that's what kind of makes me mad. I do think the, the concept here is awesome. Yeah. But I don't think the execution is awesome. I think there's some, like, technical shit that's pretty cool. That's the thing, is that, to me, the strong parts were strong enough to carry this movie for me. I mean, with that being said, I might watch this again with you. Yeah. Because it was kind of fun. I don't know, it's hard. When I got done, that was just my response. I was like, this is a one and a half for me. <laughs> but, like, thinking about I kind of figured it would be at least a two. I kind of feel like I could bump it to a two. Okay. I think I could probably give it a two. I mean, that's up to you. If if you think it only deserves a one and a half, then that's what it is. I, so uh, which that's why I said my unbiased opinion is a three. I could probably give it a two. I I, I could give it a two. Um, like in comparison to like a Conan. Yeah. A Conan the Barbarian. Yeah. Uh, I would rather watch. Well, <laughs> I would. Re- I might rather watch that, but that movie's kind of slow. The movie was slow, and I remembered the gripes we talked about with it. We should watch the sequel soon. I... Is it coming up? That's the thing. I was planning on doing it for a thing. Okay, okay. I won't ask. No, yeah. Nothing more asked. Um, so that... and I No, I don't fucking recommend this movie. Neither of us do. So that's that on that with those. <laughs> and um, you're like, of course I don't. No, I gave it a one and a half. You're an asshole. It was you one pair of boobs. And if then, you like, tell somebody to watch this movie that's not a genre fan, you're an asshole. <laughs> like, you're actually rude. Um, so here's here's a couple of movies. I'm just going to go through a, a short list here. And what are these again? These are movies that Jim Wynorski wrote okay. and or directed. Okay. Um, yeah. The Bear Winch Project. <laughs> the Bear Winch Project 2 Scared Topless. The Bear Winch Project 3 Nymphs of Mystery Mountain. Oh, God. Alabama Jones and the Busty Crusade. Oh, my God. The Witches of Breastwick. Okay, so now I see why the movie is what it was. The Breastford Wives. House on <laughs> Hooter Hill. Oh, my God. The Da Vinci Coed. Are these softcore porns? Or? Yeah, they absolutely are. Oh. Cleavage Field. Like Cloverfield? Yep. Oh. The Devil Wears Nada. Is it a giant tit monster? <laughs> I hope so. The, the hills have... I kind of got to see it now. The hills have thighs, which is actually a good one, in my opinion. That was a good title. I think Devil Wears Nada is pretty good, too. Uh, Sexy Wives Syndrome. By the way, <laughs> syndrome is S-I-N. Syndrome. Oh, play on words. Um, Sin... Like Sinbad. <laughs> yep, like Sinbad. That's the one. The comedian. Uh, Scared Topless, and then my favorite title of all of these is Sexipede. Oh, dude. 
The Human Sexipede? I wish that that was the title, but nope. And uh, there's also Shark and Saw's Women's Prison Massacre. Nice. Was, that's on the top there. Anyways, I was going through these earlier. I think I might have read them all out loud laughing. But those were the ones that I remember being like, what? Oh. <laughs> okay. You're like, oh, this movie like makes a lot more sense now. Yeah. and This guy just really wanted to make a movie with titties in it. I think this movie retroactively made me appreciate Chopping Mall. <laughs> it, no? It didn't do that. Well, I also didn't know. But, yeah, I'd much rather watch this than Chopping Mall. That's interesting. But I like that you said, yeah, but Chopping Mall, like, made us laugh. And I, like, yeah, it's one of those, I think I finally come to terms with the whole, like, it's I so bad, it's good thing. I was waiting for it. Um, <laughs> I, I get it now. I, I still think, though, like. I think you just I, had I to, know. like, submerge yourself into these movies to understand it. And these, this is definitely its own type of movie, these movies we've been watching. Yeah, for sure. So, um, I, I, there are, okay, here's, I guess the reason why I always said that is because, like, there's movies that I, that I like, which I know they're not the greatest, but, like, I can see so much of the good in them that that's why I'm like, no, you either like it or you don't. Sure. Or, like, you think it's good or it's not. So, right. like, that's where, that's where I was coming from with that. Now, the thing that's funny about this movie specifically is, like, this, because of how much money this made in the box office, it's like, this movie isn't even, like, a so bad it's good. It's like, people just thought this movie was pretty dope when it came out, and, like, yeah, it's it probably mostly dudes, too. Didn't really age well. Which is so. really a bummer, but. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that, that's our episode, Duders. Uh, make sure... To go follow us on uh, the Instagram. Yeah. At W-A-W-W-T-Pod. We're also on Twitter. Same uh, same tag. Yep. Uh, subscribe to us on the Apple Podcast. Yeah, leave a review. Uh, leave us a review on there. We've got a couple. I, uh, I probably still have stickers available. If you leave a review and hit me up, maybe I'll send you some. Or maybe we'll just get more. We probably because... will have more by this time. Sure. Um... Yeah, but like I said, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Google Podcasts, CastBox, Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever the hell you listen to your podcasts at. And uh, with all of that being said, peace, peace bitches. bitches. <laughs>